season two of the JKR podcast powered by Black Cobra Sports. My name is Jay Shriglin and I'm the host. Let's dig into today's episode after a word from our sponsor. the jkr podcast my name is jay shriegling and i'm the host today is march 11th we've got creative producer omar hussein on the show formerly of georgetown athletics he now creates his own creative content um this guy's got a ton of connections within the baseball industry that's youth baseball travel baseball minor leagues here in a few years it will be major league with some of the top minor league prospects he's got on he's done some really cool stuff for max clark the number one player in the 2023 class James Triantos, he's a Cubs prospect, one of their top prospects in their system. Uh, Matt Santana as well, he's a Tennessee baseball commit, also coming on the podcast here this summer. Today we discuss with Omar just his start in the industry, what got him motivated. We talk about how he made all his connections, talk about how um, how he spent his time with the FTB Phillies, aka the Philly scout team, also the Canes baseball program. So we dig into all that and much more. Uh, So let's kind of dig into the episode. And welcome back to the JKR podcast. Today I've got creative producer Omar Hussein on the show. Omar, I've always been a big fan of your work. I'm super pumped to get you on the podcast. So how are you doing today? Good, good. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing all right. Um, Like I said, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Um, One question that I really like to ask every guest I have on the show is, um, for those who don't know you, how would you how would you introduce yourself? Uh, tell me, uh, my name is Omar Hussein. I'm a creative producer that specializes in sports, covering sports in action, um, basically telling stories of you know various athletes at various levels. Okay, so you call yourself a creative producer. So obviously, for me, I, I followed your work for a little bit. I know you do a lot of film stuff. So how exactly did you get uh, started in the industry? Is it just film? Do you do photography as well? Um, kind of, how did you get started in the industry? Um, there are a couple of different origin points. I always dabbled with camera work from when I was a kid, just like, you know, the toy camera to freshman year of high school. I had an internship for a local TV station for a bit. Um, and then more recently, November 2019, I stopped playing baseball and I had seen Slam mixtapes, so Slam Slam the magazine had been posting a lot of high school mixtapes, and that kind of got my interest started up again, and I still wanted to be in the sports world, even though I wasn't going to be you know, a competitive athlete anymore, so I borrowed my uncle's camera, and a friend of mine wanted a basketball scrimmage video, and that's pretty much how it started, I guess. Okay, so you said November 2019, you quit baseball, so at that point, you were still in high school? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So after you did that uh, video for your friend, um, what exactly went on from there? Um, a bunch of kids locally. I'm from, I'm from Northern Virginia, uh, not too far from D.C. A bunch of kids locally asked me if I'd be willing to come and film them. And this was right around Black Friday time, and I had wanted a camera forever. So this was my uncle's camera. It was an older Nikon, but I was able to get a Sony a7 II on Black Friday weekend, and I shot probably three basketball, 
yeah, around three basketball games every week for about three months, that 2019-2020 uh, winter season. Um, everything was in like a 15-mile radius pretty much as local high school athletes, local basketball games, yeah. Okay, so when you were starting off, was that, was that just photography? That was mostly videography. Okay. Um, I dabbled in photography. I consider myself proficient in both. Of course, there's space for learning. But I, when I say creative producer, I guess photographer in that as well. Okay. So like, just looking at a few of the videos you've done in the past, um, I know you've done stuff for James Triantos. Um, I know you've done stuff for the Philly Scout team. Can you kind of take, me, take us through what the video production process is like, just like the setup, what exactly equipment it takes, and just the editing process? Yeah, I mean, when it comes to these different shoots, it kind of depends whether it's a single game or, you know, we're going on the road with a team for several tournaments or whatnot. I actually started filming baseball in June of 2020. Sorry, June of 2021 um, with the Canes, uh, the Canes baseball program. Uh, we started at NPI with uh, PBR in Jupiter. Sorry, not in Jupiter, in Georgia. Uh, we started with them there, and then we went to UBC with them in West Palm Beach. Um, but, yeah, basically, I mean, you just talk to the coaches, the team. I try to get as comfortable with the players as I can so that during a game or during a practice or if I have to interview them, that a camera in their face isn't, like, an awkward thing. Um, and especially me, like, if they didn't know me from before, you know, it can always be weird just having a conversation with a stranger. And so I try my best to get comfortable with the players as soon as I meet them. And you're not going to, you know, become friends with every single kid you film. But at the same time, it's like a relationship building process as well. So I'll do that and talk to the, talk to the field employees, you know, make sure I can film from certain points and get comfortable with the opposing team as well. Because some of the shots that I get are not always from – the team I'm working with, like from their dugout, it's from the other team's dugout. So you want to make sure you're comfortable with them as well. Yeah. Um, and then just filming baseball. Like I, people find baseball boring just because it's a really slow moving game. But at the end of the day, if you understand the game, filming it becomes way easier. Like you kind of have a shot list in your head. Like I want to get these clips of BP, I want to get these clips of in and outs, I want to get these of the pitcher in the pen. And then, like, during the game, like, first out, for example, you know the ball is going to come to first base regardless of the play. So I'd go sit behind, you know, first base about 15, 10, 15 feet away because I know the ball is coming there. And that's how I've got some of my favorite shots. Just And it's like reps. Like, you know, you go to the batting cage and you hit – for practice, you have to film whatever you want to get better at in specific a lot to get good at it. Okay, so you said you started off with the, the Canes. Um, how exactly did you get that connection with the Canes, and um, what teams have you worked with besides the Canes? So a friend of mine, he lives right here by me, Blaine Simonich, plays on Canes American 2022. Um, he played for them, actually. We played together, like, as younger kids, but he ended up playing for the Canes American uh, during high school. And I remember he had tagged the Canes lead photographer on his Instagram story or something like that. 
so I ended up looking at his work and fell in love. His uh, his Instagram is Will Chitty Four, one of my favorite uh, photographers and creators in general. And I had DM'd him like a year and a half ago, but they weren't really looking to add anyone new to their their media team, I guess. And then this June, he was like, "Yeah, hey, like we need another guy." So. I was really excited about that just because that's something I'd wanted to do for almost a year before I got to do it. So it's like delayed gratification in a sense. Um, so yeah, that's how I worked with the Canes. And I actually met the Philly scout team guys at UBC while I was with the Canes. So I had photographed a game of the, I don't remember who the Phillies were playing, but I took pictures of them. And I'm getting in contact with, like, Drew, Elijah, Karsten, um, Blake, Isaiah, all those guys. Um, and we just chatted it up a little bit. And I was actually filming a lacrosse tournament directly after UBC. And that's when I talked to Nelly, FTB Nelly. Yeah. And he was kind of like, do you want to come to WWBA in Georgia with us? And I was like, for sure. Like, let's go. That's how that started. Okay, so uh, when you went down to Georgia with the Phillies, was that the weekend that Max Clark was on the team? That was the week, Max. That was Max's first week with the Phillies, yeah. Okay, so that's kind of when you started to build that relationship with Max? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Max and I, we met in July, the first week, like 4th of July weekend, that 10 days uh, we spent together. And then a little bit later, I had to go to Indiana for a football shoot. And Max and I had talked about me coming to Indiana, but, like, with my schedule, there we, there wasn't going to be a chance for us to hang out and stuff. But the event ended up getting canceled once I landed in Indiana. And I told him that, and he told me that his home team, the Indiana Bulls, were playing at a tournament that day, and it was only, like, 30 minutes away. So a friend of mine and I, we Ubered from where we were to where uh, – they were playing, which is Grand Park in Indiana. And we filmed and photographed their game a little bit. Um, met his boys. So, yeah, that was cool. Yeah. So, did, were you able to build a relationship with any of the other players on the Bulls? Or is Max Clark kind of the main guy you were focused on? No, definitely several. I mean, Matt Santana, he's a catcher for them. I mean, Matt and I talk every day. Every day. Uh, whether it's FaceTimes, texting, snapping. Um, we talk a lot. I got to talk to Drake Bowen a little bit. I wouldn't say we're close or anything like that, but a relationship can definitely be built there as well. Um, and even just by, you know, filming the Bulls in general, I was able to, you know, talk to some of the younger age groups of the Bulls. So there's a 2024 RJ. Uh, I've been talking to him a lot recently as well. He's a beast. Yeah, I've actually, so a lot of those guys that you kind of mentioned, I've got coming on the podcast here pretty soon. So gotcha, um, I, yeah. I, I believe that's how I got connected with you. I think Max probably posted something and I was like, oh, I like this guy's work. Give you a follow. But um, appreciate it. But what, what tournaments are you planning on being at this year? So as of right now, it's kind of early to say, but baseball wise, at least I know I'm going to several lacrosse events in June uh, with the next level lacrosse, probably my favorite lacrosse program to work with. Um, but baseball wise, I'm going to WWBA in Georgia. That's all I have for now. I don't really know yet. Okay. For the, for the 17 you. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll be, I'll be there that week. 
Sounds good. Yeah, 17U, WWA. Uh, this past summer was my first time going, and it was a blast. Besides, like, the rain and stuff like that, um, it's just sweet that so many people – I mean, there's 450-plus teams at these events, right? So there are kids from literally everywhere, and everyone's all there with the same uh, same intentions of trying to get better and compete and, you know, get looks, obviously. Yeah. So obviously you're you're a video videographer, uh, content producer, whatever, however you like to say that. Um, you've done stuff for some minor league prospects. Um, James Triantos, he's one of those guys, Cubs prospect. I followed him for a little bit now. How did you get connected with him, and um, how have you got connected with a few of your other uh, prospects that you've been working with? So, funny story, James, in like hit the end of his high school season, I want to say it was near playoffs. He had messaged me saying, hey, like, can you come out to a game? Uh, Someone recommended you to me. And I needed money at the time, not going to lie. He knows this. (laughs) And I wanted to charge him, and he wasn't – he didn't have the money to pay for it at the moment. So I was like, oh, you can pay me later, whatever. And he was like, no, I don't want to be that guy. He's like, when I get the money, I'll let you know. And I did not know that he – was you know going to get drafted and stuff like that because whether content creators like to say it or not that does play a huge part in how we decide who to charge and who we don't if you're going to the mlb and you ask us to film you we're probably not going to charge you as opposed to you know just another high school yeah because it gets you that it gets you that publicity 100 percent publicity resume relationship built with the athlete itself and you know there isn't conflict financially there um and you know he didn't want to do he didn't want to pay and i couldn't really work for free during that time period and literally a couple weeks later whenever the draft happened it wasn't too long after i saw his face all over the stories of the kids that i had uh filmed through the canes and the phillies so i was like hold up who's this kid and james literally lived like 20 minutes away from me so he ended up reaching out again we had like kept contact over this time period as well, but he had reached out again saying, yeah, like, would you be down to film? And I was like, yeah, for sure. But so we went out and we filmed a uh, complete game in Manassas. And then he's got a gym in Ashburn. I'm not sure what it's called. Not going to lie, but he's got a sweet trainer over there. Really nice guy. Okay. So you've been doing this, you've been uh, doing videography for now two or three years. Um, I know when we talked I, probably three or four months ago, you said you wanted to be an agent. So is this kind of is this how you're building your relationships to be an agent or what exactly is your plan for the future? I mean, I definitely want to stick in the creative side of this sports business, I guess. Um, being an agent is definitely something I'm interested in, but honestly, it was more more of a way of me trying to say, hey, I want to be in the sports world, but making videos regularly is getting difficult. And I was going through some stuff at the time and I didn't know how much I wanted to continue filming, but taking those you know, three or four months off from not filming at all, I definitely missed what I had. And just the whole process, like you said, it's an entire process between filming, editing. I mean, even looking for music can take hours sometimes. You know, the right song and I definitely miss it. So being an agent is definitely still a possibility, but I would say pursuing filmmaking and photography to the max is my goal. Okay. All right. 
so currently you are I know you said you were in high school in 2019 so how old are you now uh, I'm 19 I'm technically a sophomore in college okay do you go to Georgetown I saw in your bio it says like formerly Georgetown athletics I used to work for them actually okay so how did that how did that um how did you get connected with Georgetown athletics so Georgetown University is about 40 minutes away from where I live I had reached out to the director on Instagram asking him for credentials to shoot a baseball game since I knew a kid on Georgetown baseball, Christian Ficka. And he said, no, but I've been meaning to talk to you about, you know, you coming and working for us. And so I ended up talking to him in more detail. I applied for the position and got it. And I stayed with them for about the spring and a little bit into the fall. And they had known that, you know, the summer I planned on spending filming lacrosse. But at the time, I had no clue that I was going to be filming baseball, actually. So that was definitely, uh, definitely exciting. Okay. So you, you, you're talking about lacrosse quite a bit. I guess I never, I never realized how much uh, you were into lacrosse. So if you had to pick a sport as your favorite to uh, video, would it be lacrosse or baseball? Those are my top two sports to film. Um, I don't know, but I'm definitely leaning toward baseball. Okay. I think here here's the reason why. Lacrosse, There's most of the time, there's a goal every couple minutes. And you can get a clip from, you know, dodges, shots, um, you know, people scoring, celebrating, all that. It's definitely a high-energy sport. But in baseball, like, there's a different kind of reward when you get a good clip of a good hit or a home run or a strikeout and he walks off. Like, those are rare. Um, so, yeah, probably baseball. Okay. So, you've been – like I said earlier, you've been videoing for three years now. 2019 you started, you said. Um, so, you've kind of been through the ranks. You kind of know what it took to get started. So, if you had any type of advice to give to someone who's trying to start photography or videography, what would be those advice? What would be the advice that you'd give them? Uh, I know this is like pretty much what everyone says, but if you are like struggling to start or like finding the motivation to start, you just have to just take whatever equipment you have, whether that be your phone or a camera someone you know has, just go out and shoot your friend shooting a basketball or because I did that I did that like during quarantine I would take my camera to the court and just take pictures of of course I'd ask their permission but I just you know ask people if I could take their picture for practice and stuff like that and you just have to you just have to start that's what I'd say and I'd say manage your time wisely because once you start running a business a lot of things in your life Everything will seem like an inconvenience sometimes if you don't manage your time properly. Okay. So what do you think some of the struggles are most people run into when they're starting as a videographer or photographer? Combination of several things. Um, not knowing how to price things, sometimes overcharging, sometimes undercharging. Um, time management is a huge one. You know, Also, like relationships, like there's no need for – you to break a relationship with somebody over something petty. Um, you know, as simple as like a tag. Like I've seen that a lot. You know, if a kid doesn't tag you, like you can, most kids will, most kids now will tag, you know, content creators and 
but if they do, like, you don't got to make a big deal about it. It's just one tag. Um, let's see. I don't know. I think health is a big, uh, a big part of this job. Um, just more recently, the last couple months, I've been taking my health very seriously, just in terms of getting in like the best shape I can be in. And a big part of that was being around the best athletes in the country this summer, baseball wise, at least, and definitely some for lacrosse. And, you know, they just inspire you to, you know, be in the best athletic shape as possible. So even though I'm not playing a sport anymore, I think having good health is important, especially because when a game finishes, players can go recover, rest, shower and eat and stuff. But, you know, filmers and editors will be editing late into the night. And that also destroys like your sleep schedule, eating schedule, all that stuff. So you just got to make sure you take care of yourself. Yeah. So lacrosse, is that during the fall? Uh, They have some tournaments in the fall, but mostly in the spring is high school and the summer is travel. Pretty okay, much the so, same as baseball. So, okay, so lacrosse and baseball have that same schedule. So in the off season, what exact in the off season of lacrosse and baseball, what exactly are you doing? Uh, I mean, this one I was pretty much just doing schoolwork. I actually had worked at a car dealership for a little bit. Um, I worked at a car dealership from literally the day after Jupiter happened, Jupiter finished to a week and a half ago. Okay, were you were you a salesman or were you in the back um, working on the? Yeah, I worked. I worked in service. Okay, all right. So yeah, there was that, but I mean, I was still. I shot a couple workouts here and there. I also said no to a lot just because I wanted to take this time to like reset my life in a way, just so I was in the best overall shape to enter the spring and summer season. Because once, like, spring baseball really kicks in and spring lacrosse really kicks in from there, like, the ball is just rolling till you know, late August. So. Yeah. So you said, you, yeah, you said you're doing some schoolwork in the offseason. So do you go to Georgetown or do you go to a different, uh, different school? I don't. Technically, I go to this two-year called Nova in Virginia. Um, but I'm not fully – I'm, like, barely a part-time student here. I've just been working. But, yeah, when I do transfer, the goal is to go to film school at Howard in D.C. Okay, so how far you say DC is from you? I have about forty-five minutes without traffic. Okay, that's not too bad. Yeah, but um, earlier you mentioned that you did interviews with players as well. So, do you do like on-camera interviews with people? Or what? When exactly do you interview the players? Um, I mean, I've done some. Like when I'm with the Canes, they try and get you know just simply with a phone, just filming you know a player and asking them some questions. So, I mean, I did that, and I got very comfortable with the boys with the Canes. I was with them for almost a month. And, uh, yeah, I mean, not not really interviews, but, I mean, I had, like, an interview with Max Clark we filmed in my hotel bedroom, actually. <laughs> terrible setup, terrible lighting, terrible everything. But And it sounds bad, too. I forgot to turn off the AC machine or the heat machine. But uh, yeah, I mean, hey, that, the video still, I think that video's got, like, 35,000 views. It's yeah, so- it's, got, it's got over 30,000 views. But just from – that's another thing. Like, creators uh, see their product differently than uh, the consumers and the viewers, I think. That's another thing. Don't go too hard on yourself. But at the same time, it's a simple mistake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's the same way for everybody, just no matter what you do. Like, for me, for the podcast, like, when I go and re-listen to it, I'm like, every little thing, like, if there's a small thing that I did wrong, I'm like, oh, shoot, I probably should have done that a little bit better. But, I mean, all in all, the consumers, they don't they don't really care. If it's one little mistake... It's not a bad deal. 100%, yeah. 
But are you are you coming back to Indiana interview Max at all sometime soon? I I definitely want to come at least once during the, his high school season. And then I definitely want to come once in the summer. I'm not sure if the summer will happen 100% because Matt Santana had sent me the Bulls schedule like a week ago or two weeks ago. And I don't know how many of those dates I could come to. But I definitely will see them at WWA in Georgia. Okay. Yeah, Max Max is about 40 – his high school is about 45 minutes away from me. So I'll be making up to some games this year. So if you head, if you head that way, uh, let me know. I will for sure. That's exciting. All right. Well, Omar, I think that's all the questions I have for you. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Um, I look forward to meeting you maybe here in Indiana. If not, I'll meet you at the WWBA. Um, I love your work. I'm going to keep following you. So I just really appreciate you coming on the show. Love your work too, bro. Appreciate it. to thank Omar Hussein for coming on the show today. I definitely learned a lot about the media industry that I never knew before. I'm really excited to meet Omar at some point. He makes a lot of great content, so I'm excited to see what he does here in the future. Uh, make sure to check out his content. That is on Instagram, at O-Hussein, O-H-U-S-A-N-E. Check that out. Um, also, make sure to check out next week's episode with Max Bain. Max Bain's a Cubs prospect, a Juco product. Um, he also has his own podcast called The Bain Campaign. He's brought in a lot of top Cubs prospects onto that podcast. Um, Brendan Davis, uh, Jordan Wicks, a lot of those different guys. I'm really excited to get him on the podcast, talk about his podcast as well as his baseball career, how he's overcome some obstacles. Um, you can tune into that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. So it'll be on YouTube next week as well. Um, also, make sure to check out our social medias, um, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Twi- uh, TikTok. It's going to be at JKR underscore podcast. But with that being said, I thank you guys for listening and make sure to check out next week.